one, a two, a one. It's time for the Better Horses Radio Show with Ernie Rodina. Saddle up and ride as we explore the Western way of life, horses and cows, family and friends, a relationship with the land, and a relationship with God. It's all here on Better Horses Radio. Now let's hit the trail with Ernie and his co-host, Don Dawson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't touch that dog, folks. It's time to get around and talk horses. Hey, everybody, I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. Welcome to the Better Horses Radio Show. So glad to be able to talk to you. We got a big day going on today, Don. We do. We're missing Ron momentarily. Hopefully he'll be able to join us soon. Uh, but we do have a great show lined up today. But, you know, Ernie, first we got to get it started off just right. And we have Pastor Steve Stafford with us. Hey, folks, good to be with you today. You know, last week we talked about a wedding, Brent Rodina's wedding, in fact. It was beautiful. We were filled with joy. Everyone was smiling and laughing. What a great time had by all. Well, Miss Debbie and I got home, and the first phone call that I get is informing me that there had been an accident concerning a young man in our church and that he did not survive the accident. 42 years old, leaving six beautiful children, ranging from 12 years down to nine months. From total joy to total despair. How could this be? How could this happen? And by the way, where is God at anyway? Well, as to how this can be, I do not have an answer. As to how this could happen, well, I don't have an answer for that. But to where God is at, I do have an answer, as he is right here ready to carry us through, ready to dry our eyes. Now listen to what the Bible says. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Oh man, I love that scripture. It tells us that he loves you so much that when you hurt, he hurts. And when you weep, he weeps with you. And he cares so much that he collects your tears and he saves them. Now that's a whole lot of love. Hey folks, this is Steve Stafford. I am the pastor at Risen Ranch Cowboy Church and a very proud member of the Better Horses family. That was a great message, Ernie and Steve. We sure appreciate everything that uh, Pastor Steve does for us. And hey, you know, Ernie, we have a fun show lined up today. We, we, have, are a fun show. Talk- we have a fun show every week, Don. Well, we do. That's true. Uh, today's just yet another one. We've got a couple great friends coming on today talking to us. Uh, we have Jerry Hedrick. He has won so many awards. He's one of the announcers across the country that you've heard, I'm sure, if you've ever shown in the quarter horse world, in the rodeo world. And he's always fun to talk to. And he's got some neat stuff to tell us about. He was. He's a past uh, board member on the executive committee for the AQHA. And then we have a friend, Caleb Martin, coming on. Now, Caleb, he uh, may not be a clinician uh, but or horse trainer, but he is a cowboy. He does train horses. But we're going to be talking to him about a fun aspect of his, his life that he's got going on. He's, he's uh, playing on the series 1923. Is that series going on right now, Don? Yeah. You guys are going to enjoy him a lot. It'll be good. But, you know, Ernie, now it is time for our Kansas State University Veterinary Health Tip of the Week. And we've got Dr. Chris Blevins with us today talking about hoof abscesses. We always like that, don't we, Ernie? Yeah, it is right. And I tell you what, if you ever had a horse with hoof hoof abscess, it's really frustrating trying to figure out where it is, what it is, and all that stuff. So I'm I'm anxious to hear it. 
Let's go do it. We are here with Dr. Chris Blevins, the clinical professor of equine field services up at Kansas State University, Manhattan, Kansas. Today, we're talking about abscesses. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and more specifically, just of the foot, you know, and the hoof abscesses and, and things that can happen, very common uh, in horses and can be really, uh, I guess, anxious and make owners very nervous because these horses can't even be like, three-legged lame they won't even put weight on that on that leg and so gosh is it a fracture and any of these things could be but something that uh, is even more common is like an abscess in that horse's foot uh, and they just don't want to put their foot down and I guess one way that owners can maybe kind of understand a little bit about why they're not putting weight on it is because that abscess actually generates uh, inflammation process within the foot but it also, the bugs generate gas. And so it adds pressure inside the hoof capsule. So it's like us taking and smacking a hammer on our thumb and then wanting to walk on it. And so that pressure uh, is really why they're not wanting to put weight on the, on the foot. And so getting your veterinarian involved with it and some, you know, the farriers will also kind of see them sometimes as they're going, but uh, again, veterinarians can sure help with that too and working with the farrier uh, in relieving those uh, hoof abscesses, uh, you know, and, and why do hoof abscesses happen? Sometimes we don't know. Uh, you know, I wish we could prevent every uh, subsolar abscess, but it, it, one thing though that, that can help is just keeping your horse's feet trimmed because some of the extra hoof as it grows, if it grows kind of um, abnormal, it traps dirt and bacteria and it allows for potentially uh, bacteria to get stuck up inside that hoof capsule and then cause an abscess. And so keeping a nice dressed up foot, keeping them trimmed uh, can help with that. But then just, you know, the environment is also something. So when we have rainy weather and then dry weather, dry and then rain and or maybe it's in a dry environment and then they're standing in a water puddle uh, off and on. Those things can affect or potentially cause abscesses in there, but sometimes it's hard to uh, prevent a horse from being in, in all kinds of different things, but keeping your horse's feet trimmed up sure can be helpful for those things too. And uh, again, sometimes the foot is hot uh, you know, having your veterinarian show you how to check digital pulses, uh, they'll be bounding uh, in there. It's kind of like us, you know, our thumb, you can feel it pulsating. Well, it's the same thing, <clears throat> you know, with the horse if they get an abscess in there. So just a few things to think about getting your veterinarian involved with it. Uh, don't forget about tetanus status because actually tetanus can be one of the bacteria that's in that horse's abscess. So, uh, you know, making sure your horse is up to date on tetanus, even if you relieve an abscess is also going to be important. Great tips, Dr. Blevins. We sure appreciate these. Thank you, Dr. Chris Blevins from Kent State University Veterinary Health. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's really a lot of good information there, you guys. We sure do appreciate Kent State Veterinary Health Center. Really their good tips. folks. Yeah, and, they and are. Really, Don, they're, they're really uh, user-friendly. I mean, you got a lot of gray matter going on on the other end of the phone and, and and they're so easy to talk to and so helpful. Well, that's the truth. And uh, e even if you don't use them for your regular vet, there's times when your vet might refer you to Kansas State University 
and uh, they are worth the time to take your horse or livestock up there to go check them. Dolly, I'd recommend if you do use them, use your vet too and tag team on them. That's the best way to use them. And uh, I think they love working with their local vet, uh, the local vet that I'm speaking of, the KSU group. And I'd say that's what I'd do, Don. I agree. Hey, Ernie, we've got to get going with this show, so we probably better take a break. Sounds good. No matter what discipline riding you do, training, showing, and everyday stress is hard on your horse's legs. Decra Veterinary Products is a leading lameness company that brought you Ospox. Ospox is a quadrinate injection, an intramuscular bisphosphate that helps control the clinical signs of navicular syndrome in horses four years and older. Ask your veterinarian if Ospox is right for your horse. Decra Veterinary Products is a proud sponsor of the American. Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about Prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. Routine dental examination and treatments are essential for high-quality horse care. To prevent potential problems, a horse's mouth should be examined at least once a year. I'm Dr. Chris Blevins, equine field service veterinarian at Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. We can examine the mouth and provide a treatment plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. Better Horses Radio. I'm Don Dawson. And I'm Ernie Rodin. And so glad you joined us today. We got a wonderful show lined up. And uh, Don, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we got a great guest com- coming up. He's brought to us by Merck Animal Health. You can go to the website, MerckAnimalHealth.com and see all of their products out there. They've got Wormer Safeguard and Panicure that you need to visit with your vet about, which one uh, should be uh, used this time of year. And also their Prestige line of vaccines. Uh, it's that time. You guys need to be checking out what your horse needs this time of year. So, Don, another thing about, about this guest, he's, he's no stranger to the equine industry. I mean, he's involved. You couldn't ask for anybody any more involved. He's done so much. He's a leader, uh, leader in the industry and been a big part of it his whole career. And just a young man he is still. And uh, uh, and we're so glad to have him. A dear friend of mine, a great guy's. A great guy, a great family. We're talking about Mr. Jerry Hedrick from uh, up around Kansas City. Jerry, welcome to Better Horses Radio. And what, hey, what a pleasant glad surprise to, be to here. have you on here. Hey, I like that introduction. Uh, you know, my uh, my dad would have been proud. My mother would have believed it, actually. So uh, thanks for the introduction. Hey, it's good to be with you guys. Gosh, you guys are such great friends. And uh, just good to be on the radio with you. 
Well, great to have you on the radio, Jerry. I've been looking forward to it. When I was seeing who was on the lineup, I said, this is going to be fun. And congratulations on what a great career still going, uh, what you've got in the equine industry. And so glad to have it. Have you on it? Well, it is. It has been great, and the industry's been good to me. I, you know, I spent 16 years on the AQHA board of directors and announced the world show and the youth world, and uh, they even they even gave me uh, an honor. I didn't even know how to spell it, but it was called the uh, what the heck was it called? The Humanitarian of the Year Award back some time ago. That. But then the industry's just been great, and we love it. And, and you're right, we're still we're still kicking. Well, you've done so many cool things, Jerry, uh, from announcing rodeos to all those things you just listed. You've been involved with so many different aspects of the horse industry, and um, we've got to follow along as friends with you and always enjoyed it, Jerry. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned just while we were visiting was the Folds of Honor. And when you mentioned that and I started looking it up, I'm like, what a cool event or group to be involved with. It would it would rank right up there with the best experiences I've ever had. And the the way I got it, let me a little bit of background. The Folds of Honor was created uh, several years ago to help uh, or to provide scholarships actually for uh, young people whose uh, parents or parent, dad or mother, were um, lost in a battle. And so uh, the children, uh, you know, maybe limited uh, resources to go to college. And so this was set up for that. And then um, this last year, back in October, we held the gala called Denim and Diamonds Gala. And they wanted to do a Western theme. That's why they got me involved. And uh, we we had a great time, had over 350 people and uh, the Western, most Western part of it. Of course, everybody's dressed, dressed Western. They love that with hats and boots and their Western attire. But we also did a pin to pin team sorting, uh, you know, 10, sorting 10 cattle out in numerical order and had some beautiful belt buckles with their, uh, their logo, the, the folded flag. It was a whole great evening. But best of all, we raised a quarter of a million dollars for wow. scholarships. And 95% of the money that is raised goes directly to scholarships. I've not been involved in any kind of a charity that had that kind of percentage actually going directly to the cause. So it was a great experience and came off extremely well. We're going to do it again this year. Uh, This year, it's in October the 13th, and it's going to be at the Bull Creek Distilleries which is located just to the north side of Spring Hill, Kansas. Okay. And I'm not a bourbon drinker, but I taste a little of that. And I could be, uh, that was, they really have some good products and just great people. Their hospitality is second to none. That just sounds so cool. You can go to folds of honor. That's F O L D S of honor.org and see what this organization does. It's just spectacular what they're doing. And, I think that's really cool that they went Western and, and the big success. It's, Western's been a huge deal lately, hasn't it? Well, for, for the three of us, it has been that big deal all of our lives, I guess. But other people are discovering it. And, um, yeah, they, they were saying, you know, maybe, well, it'll be like Yellowstone. I said, yeah, we have Yellowstone right here in Cass County is where we had it last year. Be in Johnson yeah. County next. But, uh, yeah, the the uh, the people really enjoyed putting on their western attire 
Um, George Nigro gave us a, a, a good deal for anybody that needed hats or boots. And, uh, and, and then the Western, the, the actual horses and cattle, they ate that up. We had a Calcutta to go with it. And, uh, so a lot of money was raised there. Buckles went to the winning, uh, the winning syndicate, as well as the winners of the uh, sorting. So wow. it, there were a lot of happy people at the end of the day there. I can tell you for sure. Jerry, you're involved with an association that I, I got involved in when I was uh, a few years back. And it's a lot, a lot of history with, and that's the Saddle and Sirloin Club right there in Kansas City. Yeah, and interesting you bring that up because that's where I'm sitting right now. We're getting ready to uh, to rope here after a bit. We do roping on Tuesday nights, and I've been given some lessons over here for the last three or four years, and we've got some pretty good ropers, and we have a great time here roping the Smarty. We haven't... We don't have live cattle here, although we are build, rebuilding one of our arenas. Uh, we're going to set it up for uh, for team roping and uh, and sorting, pinning, uh, all kinds of cattle events over here. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's a great environment. And then this year we're doing our ranch rodeo. I think this is the sixth annual ranch rodeo. That'll be April 29th. And, you know, from being here in the past, you guys, that it, it is a, it's a great event. Uh, we've got 12 of the best teams invited here in the Midwest, many of them from the Flint Hills of Kansas, which you guys know I dearly love. But uh, the, the, and then we have breakaway roping and barrel racing for the ladies. And, wow. uh, it, and then you, you mentioned Merck a while ago. They are one of our major sponsors. The two major sponsors, Merck and the Family Center. So, uh, we just keep it in the family here, but it'll be, a, and, and the public is invited. I think it's a $10 ticket, maybe 15, uh, to come see the rodeo. And, uh, then we have an after party for the teams and the members of Saddle and Sirloin, uh, not the outside guests, but they're welcome to come and watch the rodeo. We sold out seating last year. We had about a hundred standing, uh, to watch it. So it gets better every year and more exciting. Three of the teams that are coming, are um, well, two are past world champions, and one of them's the reigning world champions. We're uh, going to have some good talent. I think I counted out last year; it was like 21 or 22 of these teams have won uh, individual uh, or event world championships at Amarillo, and then three of them the all-around uh, world championship. And and that's yeah, Lonesome Pine, Beechner, and uh, Flying P, uh, Chris Potter's uh, ranch. And you might just touch a little bit on it for folks out there. They think rodeo, it's not the typical rodeo. It's it's the ranch events that are competing, uh, ranchers competing in their events that they use every week or every day on, on their on their operation. Yep, you're right, Ernie. It's, it would be a lot closer to rodeo 150 years ago than it is today of what we know as rodeo. I just got back from the American in, in uh, Arlington uh, and it was, you know, another great performance down there by the Cowboys, but it, uh, yeah, it goes back to what the original rodeos were like. It was Cowboys doing what they do every day, competing against each other. Uh, we change it up a little bit. The uh, terrain's a little smoother here. In fact, it's great footing for them. And, uh, but they, uh, they rope steers, tie them down uh, in the in the uh, stray gathering event, um, trailer loading after they gather the steers out in the pastures. Then they load, you know, need to load them on the trailer. Wild cow milking, which is 
extremely wild and that again is used on the ranches too when a calf's born and the, and the bag of the cow gets too big for the calf they have to be milked out so it it fits right in with the the rest of it and then as i said we got the the gals roping and these are ranch ladies we call it the ranch ladies roping uh breakaway roping but it differs again from professional rodeo so uh, it's it's exciting from the time we click the mic on till we click it off. It's, a, it's an exciting afternoon and evening. Jerry, we were talking about you were down at the American, the rodeo, the championship down there. And it's like, how about those breakaway ropers? They're, they're some of the best. Oh. Ones I've unbelievable. They are. You're right. They, to use your word, favorite word, they were unbelievable. You know, a lot of rodeo announcers will I hear them say, you know, this is the newest event in rodeo. I worked the rodeo in El Paso, Texas in 1960, and those Texas gals were doing breakaway roping then and in the twos and threes. So, but it's good to see the, the ladies, and I'll tell you, they are roping every bit as good as the guys. The thing of it is they don't have to get off. The, break, the rope breaks from the horn, and uh, that's the time. But they, they're roping as well as, as any of the guys are. Well, it's, been well, it's fun to see them do so good. And, it, you know, we've, we've talked to a few. Uh, we had Larry DeGuy on the show just a few weeks ago that. Oh, she's uh, good, yeah. Commenter, commentator for the American. And uh, it's pretty cool to listen to the successes that everybody's having. And I'm excited about it. My granddaughter, who's uh, just turned 13, is doing well. She can rope in a two-second time if she gets everything just right so she'll be uh, there we've got, we've got high hopes for her to get yeah there i i have i have heard about her roping and she's roping with the best of them at that you know barely a teenager 13 and yeah and she's roping <laughs> with the the caliber of the pros right now so the sky's the limit for her yeah we're excited and they're so. also riding some good horses it's great to see these Isn't good horses true? they're riding yeah it's it's just a lot of fun the whole event the american the opportunities that it gives the cowboys and cowgirls, uh, we admire them for giving those opportunities, and we hope it improves each year, gets better and better. So, well, and the and the equal money too. I mean, that's that is fantastic for those those young ladies to be roping for the same, uh, you know, same money, uh, added money as the guys. Yeah, yep, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, the roping thing is, I. Uh, I crave it. I'm still roping and I'm uh, getting a little long in the tooth right now. Not many in my age bracket are still roping, but I, uh, I, I love doing it. I've got four good rope horses and I don't know how much longer the good Lord will let me keep going, but uh, we'll be mounted on a good one tonight roping the smarty here uh, along with some other pretty good ropers this evening. And we, we just, just practice and have fun, but uh, yeah, I'm blessed to be able to continue to rope and, uh, and there's several places around. In fact, the guy just got off the phone with me that's uh, got some cattle for me uh, to bring to the ranch out in the Flint Hills. So we'll be roping out there again this summer, I guess. That sounds awesome. You have a beautiful place out there in the Flint Hills as well and a, a great place for everybody to go roping. So, hey, Jerry, we, we knew we'd run out of time because we just love visiting okay. with you. We appreciate you coming on so much, and uh, we want to remind everybody to go to the organization's website, foldsofhonor.org, and check that out. You can make donations online, or you can get information on the upcoming events there as well. And uh, we're yeah, and especially just, especially come to the party that the uh, Denim and Diamonds uh, Gala, 
And again, that's and the 13th that of October. Okay. Right. 13th of October. And it's a fun event all the way through. We have some great entertainers. Uh, the, the team sorting, as I said, seeing for many of those people, seeing the cattle and the horses together is, is a real thrill. So, uh, yeah. well, we'll check out here and it's good talking with you guys. I love you guys. All right. We love Thank you, you too, Jerry. Jerry. Tell okay. For Thanks us. a lot. Oh, Jerry. Okay. You bet. Bye. Hey, Ernie, it flew by. We better take a break. We should. I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. You're listening to the Better Horses Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, we are back with Better Horses Radio. I'm Don Dawson. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And our next guest is brought to you by a great sponsor, Ernie Decra. They are the makers of Ospos and Zymeta, two really great products you need to know about for your horses. And Don, you know what? They work. They do. Ernie mm-hmm. has actually witnessed Ospos working on a navicular horse. It has cured many, many horses and taken others to a level they're just more comfortable. So What's check really it out. About, about products like that, Don, is it's extended the use of a lot of horses, you know, for the, maybe the grandkids coming up or the uh, other kids. And it's just really been a wonder to work with and uh, great product, great people. And uh, just a really bunch of professionals with that company, Decra. No kidding. Go to D-E-C-H-R-A.com or just go to the website, Ospos, O-S-P-H-U-S.com and check out those products. Hey, Ernie, we've got a friend of ours that we've been trying to get on, but he's been a little busy the last few months and uh, finally got a little break in uh, his schedule to where he could get on with us. We have Caleb Martin. And uh, Caleb, I'm not sure there's anything he hasn't done. He's been roping since he was a kid, uh, team roping, trains horses, sings, has incredible songs that he does. Uh, He is currently involved with the prequel to Yellowstone 1923 as one of the actors on that show. Are you with us, Caleb? I'm with you guys. Thank you for having me, Don. Great to have you on, Caleb. <laughs> Great to well, be here. Are, yeah, we are thrilled to have you, Caleb. And uh, you've, you've had just some really fun stories. But that's how you got involved in the horse industry to begin with. Um, honestly, I mean, I, I just, it wasn't really a choice. My family's always been cowboys and horse trainers. My dad's a team roper. My, my uncle, Sonny Martin, trains petting horses. Um, so I just grew up around them. I was really blessed, honestly. Um, it was just never... I, I meet so many kids who want so desperately to to be able to ride good horses. And I, I always just had that around me as, you know, in my backyard. So I was really blessed for sure. Now, where's home to, you, to the Martins? Missouri, central Missouri, um, a little town called Steelville, close to Rolla. Okay, yeah. I bet you floated down some of those rivers. I've floated. We, we run a lot of jet boats. I've been up and down that Merrimack. What fun times. Great yeah. to have you on the show, Caleb. And congratulations on how your career is going. Well, thank you. Once again, it's, it's so great to be here, and I, I appreciate it. It's uh, support from uh, from folks like you that make it all possible, that's for sure. So you've been involved with quite a few different movies uh, before 1923 came about. How did you ever get involved in the acting business? That's a unique adventure for a cowboy. Yeah, so I mean, my story is probably about the same as every boy born in the 1950s, but probably not many born when I was. I grew up I think and Roy Rogers was literally the the coolest human being on earth. And honestly, I mean, watching those old Westerns made me want to to be a, a cowboy on TV. And then as I got older doing theater, 
in in high school and community theater and fall in love with acting as an art and then um i mean i was i was hauling really hard jackpot and then rodeoing with my dad at the time and and uh once i was about 15 or 16 years old i sat down and, and talked to my dad and said hey i think this is definitely i talked about it since i was a kid but i said i think this is definitely something i want to pursue and and I've been, again, so blessed because my family has been behind me a million percent. And they were like, yeah, if that's something you feel like you need to do, go for it. So it's, I started just um, as an extra. My, my mom would drive me to, uh, to L.A., to Atlanta, Chicago, New York, all, all across the U.S. just to, to be extras in these movies. And then, um, you know, one connection led to another. Before you know it, I was finally, I was finally signed with a good agent and uh, finally booking some roles that I was really happy to be a part of. And. It's 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 not been easy, but it's definitely been great. I wouldn't change it for the world. One of the comments that you told Jeff while you were filming some of this 1923 series is, was you have never been as cold as what you were during some of those segments. Don, listen, my my dad is probably the toughest human being that I personally have ever met. And I was so cold. I can remember um, it was toward the end of the shoot because when we when we started shooting, it was, you know, summer in Montana. It was beautiful. And we were all just living life fully running around the mountains. And then um, toward the end, it was, you know, it was in December. We we just premiered episode one. I can remember riding down this road with uh, my castmate, Darren Mann, who was an incredible, incredible actor and a, and a great human being. And um, I, I looked over at him and I was like, Darren. If my dad heard me say this, he'd probably, I don't know what he'd do to me. He'd probably just call me a sissy, but I might die. I might fall off my horse and die. I am so cold. My innards are literally freezing. And he said, you want me to tell you something, Caleb? I said, what? He said, I didn't want to say anything, but I just breathed in and my snot crystallized in my nose, I'm pretty sure. So it was pretty cold, but but the production took great care of us and they kept us as warm as possible. And, um, and we definitely got through it. Well, uh, we have certainly enjoyed watching the series. Uh, I, I highly recommend it as a storyline, a prequel to Yellowstone. And I know there's a ton of people watching it along with us. And uh, we've already made it through all the series, all the shows for this series. But you are working on a new one yet. Yes. Uh, yeah, we don't have a solid date yet as to when that's happening. But it did get confirmed that we're doing a season two. So we're all really excited about that. Well, tell our listeners, um, yeah, just we would love to hear some of your stories. And I, I, I'm just going to reiterate a couple of them that I know. I don't know half of the ones that you've told Gary and, and Jeff, but just your first week of when they, after you got hired, I had no clue that they had a cowboy camp that people had to go to. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was actually kind of a funny story. I It was kind of last minute when I, I booked the role of, of Dennis and I was actually with, with Gary Pratt at the time, whenever, uh, whenever I'd booked it. And, and, um, I got a phone call from one of the producers and he said, Caleb, how soon can we get you to Montana? And I said, well, as soon as you need to get me to Montana. And he said, well, we need to get you to cowboy camp. And I'll never forget Gary heard it over the phone and, and, uh, he just busted out laughing that they were sending me to cowboy camp. But, you know, it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. It really was. And, and that's one of the things that I really do have a lot of respect um, for Taylor Sheridan about is he really, 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 really tries to make sure everything's as accurate as possible. Um, even the, even sending me to cowboy camp. I mean, I've been riding horses since before I could walk, but he is so serious and passionate about making sure everything looks perfect. Most of the actors had never even, um, most of them had never even ridden a horse before. And then 
at the end of those two weeks, I, they completely immersed themselves into the lifestyle and into really, really trying to learn how to be cowboys and cowgirls. And they came pretty dang close to it, or at least as close as you can come to being a cowboy in two weeks. So I was extremely proud of them. So I thought the story about uh, once Taylor realized uh, your abilities as a cowboy, he sent off for one of his horses from the ranch that you got to ride. And I bet that was pretty cool because those horses that they generally put those actors on are designed for people who don't know how to ride. So that had to be pretty awesome. You know, it was uh, Taylor. We, we'd had dinner one night and we were talking and Taylor said he was going to send one out for me. And I believe he sent a couple out. In the meantime, they put me on this. Uh, this They had some great horses, but they had... Uh, I forget how many, around 60 head of horses, I believe. And and um, in the meantime, they put me on this this four-year-old that was a really nice bay horse. And I remember it was our first day of shooting. Uh, I don't think this was Taylor's horse. Um, I remember our first day of shooting that we came out. We had this big ambush scene, and there was a ton of actors, ton of stomp men. It was crazy. And we came out, and that first, that first shot, my character Dennis was supposed to run out and shoot this guy. And they hollered action all these stunt guys take out across there. Everybody's getting shot and falling off horses. And me and that little bay horse come out there and I went to shoot this guy and he just freaked out and dropped his head and went to bucking and broken too. And he's bucking in a circle out there in the middle of everybody. And he finally, he got it pulled together and we made it through, but, um, but no, they, they had some incredible horses and it was, uh, it was, it was so much fun and such an honor to get to ride a lot of the good horses. I know they had some reject cutters out there and some reject rainers and, uh, it, it was the first Western I've ever worked on where the, the horse quality was at this, this caliber. That's for sure. So did you do all your own stunts then? I did. Yeah. I'd done all my own stunts and, um, you know, 15 year old Caleb was smiling ear to ear every time we ran out there and shot somebody. So it was, it was a dream come true. That's for sure. Oh, so what about the music industry? Are you, are you busy with that right now? You have some amazing uh, songs and your voice is just gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been I've been really, uh, really busy lately. In fact, I just dropped my first single, Runaway Man. It's available everywhere on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. And Runaway Man. Runaway Man. Yep. And then, um, yeah, it's been great. I've been I've been really busy playing a lot of shows because I'm kind of in this downtime um, between, you know, wrapping part one and going back for part two. So I've been playing a lot of shows. In fact, we're going to Kansas this weekend. Uh, in fact, we leave tomorrow for Equifest in Salina, Kansas. We'll be out there uh thursday friday saturday and then i think even part of sunday so we'll be playing out there so if you're around come out and see us and um and myself as well as a few other uh i think patrick sullivan a few of us will be signing autographs and taking pictures so it'll be a it'll be a really good time so i hope to see y'all out there it's going to be fun if you are listening to the radio show this weekend on saturday you have all day to get out and listen to Caleb and Gary. They're going to be doing some different stuff. If you're listening on Sunday morning, you need to be here by noon. Everything shuts down pretty early this year. So uh, we sure hope that you guys can all make it out and get to listen to Caleb and Gary and uh, be a part of Equifest. And in, uh, by the way, it is free admission on Sunday this year. So come on out. Oh, amazing. Hey, Caleb, thanks so much for coming on today. We love talking to you. I know there's probably a zillion more stories our listeners would love to hear. So we're going to have to do this again sometime. Oh, I'd love to be back. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you, Ernie. Uh, love this show and love talking to you guys always. It's always a pleasure. So thanks for really having me. Really look forward to seeing you, Caleb. Uh, can't wait to see you guys. All right. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Caleb. Have a good day. Thank you. Take care, guys. God All right. Hey, Ernie, it flew by. We better take a break. Sounds good to me. I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. 
You're listening to the Better Horses Radio Show. We'll be right back. No matter what discipline of the riding you do, training, event, showing, Kansas and everyday stress is hard on your horse's it's legs. Decra Veterinary Kansas Products is a leading lameness company that brought you Osphos. is a quadrinate injection and intramuscular bisphosphonate to help control the clinical signs of navicular syndrome in horses four years and older. As to veterinarian, if Osphos is right for your horse, Decra Veterinary Products is a proud sponsor of the American. Hi, I'm Dr. Dylan Luter, a specialist in equine performance medicine at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Our new service focuses on lameness diagnosis, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and regenerative medicine for horses with injuries preventing them from performing at their best. We can treat a variety of conditions and design a customized rehabilitation plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. John Deere is known for quality equipment. This quality has created a perception that John Deere is more expensive than other brands. But high quality doesn't mean high price. The truth from buyers in our area is customers who have purchased a John Deere Compact Utility Tractor saved more than $2,000 when buying from Heritage Tractor. Dare to compare us before buying. You and your wallet will be surprised. Nothing runs as long as a deer. And we'll prove it with our exclusive 10-year warranty. Visit heritagetractor.com slash compare to learn more. It's time to fall into forage and save. Stanley Premium Western Forage is offering one of the biggest promotions of the year. Buy any three Stanley products and get $5 off. Stanley Premium Western Forage offers the highest quality premium forage from the Western United States. During the summer months, Stanley's farm employees carefully nurture and harvest their fields to make sure the forage meets their product specifications and exceed your quality standards. Winter is coming. Get prepared now with the help of Stanley Premium Forage. Visit stanleyforage.com coupons to download your coupon now. Now, runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. It's time to go with United Mosquito and Fly Control's premier fly system for fly control in your barn. Providing relief for horses from the stress of fighting flies. And also makes a barn more pleasant for everyone in the barn. Easy, effective, and safe. With United Mosquito and Fly Control, we provide a full service. You as the barn owner don't have to do anything. We go everywhere and take care of everything with our friendly, fast service. Call today at 913-558-3814 or email paul at unitedmosquito.com. 
If you're passionate about the environment and your horse's bedding, we urge you to look into WRG Eco Shred Bedding. Made from clean, recycled, corrugated cardboard, Eco Shred provides absorbent, biodegradable animal bedding. Vacuumed out so it's dust-free and highly absorbent. Eco Shred Bedding is made from recycled materials, perfect for horses and small animals. Save the environment and order the finest bedding for your barn. Go to NebraskaWRG.org or call Heartland Horse Products at 620-637-2455. Welcome back to Better Horses Radio. I'm Don Dawson. And I'm Ernie Rodina. Don, it flew by. We had a blast. Big weekend this weekend. And just have a blast. We get, we are so lucky to get to talk to some of these great, great people in the industry. Boy, we sure are. And our next segment is uh, going to be just as good. And it's brought to us by who, Ernie? Stanley Premium Western Forage. Uh, you go to stanleyforage.com. Just a great, great company. And uh Great, great partners they are with us. Just makes a great ration. You don't have to feed it 100%. Blend it, your ration in there to just make your ration that much better. And you know what, Ernie? We have got the one and only Dr. Stephen Dern with us today. So let's go talk to him. Let's go. Hey, folks, we are getting the opportunity to visit with Dr. Stephen Dern of Stanley Premium Western Forage. Are you with us, Dr. Dern? Yes, I am. Thank you. Hey, we love talking about Stanley Forage. If our listeners haven't figured that out by now, they're not listening because Ron and I and Ernie, we love Stanley Forage products and we use them ourselves. Ron and I use the alfalfa hay. Uh, I use the hay. Ron uses the pellets and Ernie uses the hay. And uh, we love them because they are so good. But we've got a good topic today and it's really pretty relevant about right now here in Kansas because we're getting ready to do some of our first cuttings of alfalfa, brome, prairie hays down the line, uh, fescues down the line a bit, but it plays a role in, or we think it does, the value of our hay, don't we? Yes, that's that's one of the most frequent questions I get is simply what cutting of hay is is best for either a horse or for a a goat or what whatever type of animal you feed. Oftentimes, people will want to know which cutting is is the best to to give those animals. So I've always heard, and I don't know that it's just what I've heard. I don't know. We're going to find out if it's true or not today, that the first cutting of alpha and the last cutting of alpha, alfalfa in our area here in Kansas are generally the safest for our horse because it's less likely to have blister beetles, which we do have in Kansas. But does that mean anything on the quality? Okay, so if we if we take out the the blister beetle equation and we just talk about quality of the forage for either a you know, some a farm animal or a horse, it's not actually the cutting that determines the quality of the forage. Instead, it's the height of the plant at the time of cutting. So for example, if the weather's been poor in Kansas and they've let their first cutting alfalfa or their first cutting grass hay go longer to try to avoid the rainstorms and that plant got taller and taller in the field, the taller the plant gets, the lower the nutritional value. So an easy way to think about that is if you think about the grass on your lawn. When when horses graze the grass on your lawn, that's highly nutritious. When it gets a little taller and becomes the height of pasture, okay, more fiber, a little less digestible. Now factor into that plant when it gets as tall as a tree, it's got lots of fiber to 
provide the structure to hold the plant up, and that fiber is not very digestible. So quite simply, the taller a plant gets, the more mature it is at the time of harvest, the lower the nutrient value. And that works for horses, that works for goats, other farm animals, uh, it's exactly the same. And does it matter which product we are harvesting? No, ma'am. It's it's strictly the height of the plant at the time of cutting. And I got that question giving a, a talk, and, and I grew up in Idaho where we're used to, southern Idaho, where we're used to getting three cuts of alfalfa a year. And I was in Arizona, and the lady asked me which was better for her horse, seventh cutting or eighth cutting alfalfa. And so I had a little shock. I'd never heard of anybody cutting that many cuttings. But again, it's not the cutting per se. It's the height of the plant at the time of cutting. So when we talk about alfalfa products uh, and, and harvesting them, they get a bloom on them, right? They they can, absolutely. As they mature, they will they will begin to flower and get a bloom. We cut before or after that? Um, we absolutely cut before that. We don't want the okay. bloom. That is an indice of maturity, and we don't want that. We want our hay to be higher in nutrient content, so we cut pre-bloom. I, I never really was sure on that, whether that's a, um, when to do that, but that makes a good point. And, so and the, it, the, the same ahead. is true with grass hay. When, when the grass starts to get a seed head, the longer that seed head is, the more mature that plant is, and ultimately the no lower the nutrient profile and the lower the digestibility. So it works with grass as well. You don't see the flowers, but you see the seed head. So I know um, it's rare, but around here, some folks will cut their brome, sometimes even their prairie hay twice if we've had good moisture, but it never really, it, it never really gets that seed again. Is that, is just the foliage a good product to use as a second cutting? Absolutely. It's probably actually higher in nutrient content, higher in protein, higher in calories. Uh, it will have pretty similar trace mineral values, but yes, it probably has a higher calorie and protein value compared to the, the more mature first cutting that they let go to a seed head. I know it's possible, but I've actually never done it as have hay tested. How do we go about doing that to get the quality of our hay? Yeah, it's, it's actually very easy. There's a number of, of good laboratories, and those laboratories will actually send you a test kit where you will check off the nutrients that are of interest to you. Uh, you'll put the sample. Uh, we typically take the sample with a core sampler, so you get a good representation uh, of the hay crop itself. Put that in a plastic bag and, and send it in a postage paid envelope and, and get the results back. It's, it's quite simple. We need to do that more often, don't we? Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're in a position where you're buying hay and you're typically buying hay for, for the season in, in one time, absolutely, it's worth the money to, to invest and find out what the quality of that hay is, because that ultimately will, will determine, do I need to boost this forage with some Stanley Premium Western Forage alfalfa? Do I need to uh, supplement with additional trace minerals in the case of a growing horse or a mare and foal? And how much? That will tell you exactly what you need to do. Great tips. Hey, you, you guys out there, if you're listening, go to stanleyforage.com. Check out all the products that we talk about all the time. Um, just, to, just to name a few, Dr. Duran, alfalfa, you've got orchard hay. 
Yep. We have Timothy. We have the low sugar Tef hay. And then we also have some mixed hay and some blended product as well. Yeah. Well, the next time we get on, maybe we should talk about Tef again, because um, I know I've, I've had horses and I know a lot of people probably would benefit from feeding that hay versus my fresh uh, brome hay, right? Yes, there's absolutely occasions when the low sugar, low starch hay of, of TEF uh, is a godsend for, for overweight horses or horses with metabolic issues. Well, let's do that next time, all right? Hey, Dr. Dern, thanks so much for coming on today at Better Horses Radio. We sure appreciate what you do for us. Stanley Premium Western Forage is amazing, and we always enjoy getting to visit with you. We appreciate being on. Thank you. We love Stanley Forage. Really a Really a great guy, Don, and we're so lucky to be on their, their team and uh, just have a lot of fun uh, promoting them. We sure do. We are very proud to promote Stanley Premium Western Forage. We all feed it and we love it. So, Hey, folks, we're excited about this new service we have with our e-blast. Just go to betterhorses.com, Better Horses uh, e-blast, you'll enjoy it. And it goes to over 60,000 horse owners. So uh, check it out at betterhorses.com. And, uh, and if you want to get that. on it, you can just email Ernie at betterhorsesradio.com. Uh, he'll yeah. get your name on it right away. So you can be updated with all the news that's going out on the e-blast. And, but uh, it, the response has been tremendous. So we'd really love to have, be able to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not on the, the mailing list for the newspaper, you can do that as well. Fun and knowledge is extremely high in the newspaper. You won't miss a thing if you get subscribed to it. Go to betterhorses.com and sign up for that. There's five issues every year and it's full of stuff. Hey, Ernie, can you believe this uh, day flew by as quick as it did? Hey, but I wish you all to be good buckaroos and buckarettes. Mind your moms and dads. Be brave, but don't take any chances out there. And uh, we're talking to uh, Connie and, and Brent and, and uh, Nick and Luke. And, uh, and now i got to add um, Rebecca in there. You do. My, my daughter-in-law. And I uh, hope they had a good time down at Aruba. So yeah. that, that was great. They, 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 they got away from this cold weather. Anyway, and then also, let's not forget uh, your your family, Don. Yeah, how about Jeff, J.D., Carmen, Justin, and Hattie? You guys be good. Sounds good. Till next week, I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. Happy trails. And be sure to ride for the brand. Mm-hmm.